This is the Poison Terminator podcast. My name is Carlo Diolan. When we undergo an MRI procedure, we get our condition diagnosed and treated. We never expect that a diagnostic procedure can be harmful. However, an article published in the Journal of Medical Toxicology, authored by my guest, Jana Lyapustina, reports that patients who were administered an MRI chemical called gadolinium can experience adverse health effects. Yana is a third-year emergency medicine resident at the University of Connecticut. She got her MD from the John Hopkins School of Medicine and a Master of Public Health in Epidemiology and Biostatistics from the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. She has an academic passion for all things toxicological. Welcome to the show, Yana. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. So, Yana, what is uh, gadolinium and why is it used? Uh, so, gadolinium in and of itself, it's a uh, rare earth metal, so it comes from the earth's crust. Um, it can be found in various minerals and it can be found in trace amounts in certain waters. Um, generally, humans are exposed to it through MRI contrast agents. That's the main way we get exposed in any meaningful amount. Um, and the reason that it's used as a contrast agent is its ionic structure makes it um, just very amenable to enhancing contrast uh, MRIs. How does uh, gadolinium cause its uh, adverse health effects in humans? So free gadolinium itself is known to be toxic. Um, on a basic level, free gadolinium has a similar ionic radius to calcium, so it acts as a competitive inhibitor of numerous calcium-based processes. So this can play out as uh, calcium channel blockade and enzyme inhibition. Um, generally, though, in order to use gadolinium as a contrast agent, free gadolinium is chelated to various ligands, and this mitigates the toxicity of free gadolinium. Um, generally, the, the main adverse effects... Uh, what is uh, chelated? Um, so what that means is that the gadolinium itself is bound to various either linear or macrocyclic compounds. So the body doesn't see actual free gadolinium, it sees this compound. And the compound itself is not toxic because it's, um, it holds the free gadolinium. Who uh, sh shouldn't receive uh, IV administration of uh, gadolinium? So anyone who has severely impaired kidney function, which we generally define as having a GFR less than 30, or anyone with an acutely deteriorating kidney function should not receive uh, IV administration of gadolinium. And this is because there is a very rare and serious condition that individuals with impaired kidney function can get, which is called nevergenic systemic fibrosis, or NSF for short, which is a disease state that results in skin thickening, hardening, and hyperpigmentation. What are the clinical signs and symptoms experienced by people who has uh, gadolinium toxicity? The, the main disease state that is recognized at this time is NSF. And these individuals have these characteristic skin changes, again, of the thickening and hardening of the skin. And these individuals can get a skin biopsy that confirms that this is the, the disease state that they have. 
So this uh, NSF uh, condition is the only condition as recognized uh, as being caused by gadolinium? Yes, at this time, this is the only disease state that has been scientifically proven to be caused by gadolinium exposure. There have been in the literature um, suggestions of associations um, of various symptoms following gadolinium exposure, but these again are based on case reports and individuals who self-identified themselves as possibly having symptoms related to gadolinium. So there is as of yet no firm scientific basis to state that there are other disease states attributable to gadolinium. Are there any studies documenting the long-term effects of uh, gadolinium? So there are multiple studies documenting the existence of NSF. Um, in terms of other potential long-term effects, again, human data currently is limited to case reports, qualitative interviews, um, and just findings based on autopsy studies. So in terms of qualitative work, um, there was a study published by uh, Simelka et al. that interviewed patients who presented for evaluation after having been exposed to gadolinium. And again, these were individuals who self-reported themselves as possibly having some adver adverse effects to the gadolinium. And they reported things like clouded mentation and potential skin thickening. Um, again, this study was significantly confounded in that the interviews were only held in individuals who were self-identified themselves as potentially being toxic, as opposed to being a more randomized and objective assessment. How is gadolinium removed from the body? Um, it's removed by the body primarily via the kidneys. It has a short elimination half-life of just one to two hours after injection. And after 24 to 48 hours, um, gadolinium is almost completely eliminated with only trace amounts detected in the urine after 48 hours. There are also some contrast agents that are hepatobiliary specific and they can be excreted in the feces as well as in the urine. Isn't there like uh, an antidote uh, that could be used for uh, gadolinium toxicity? No, there's unfortunately no antidote in um, individuals who have the compromised renal function they would need to undergo dialysis after having exposure to gadolinium. But again, that's because these individuals have impaired kidney function and can't do that on their own. Some folks online talk about things like uh, chelation, introducing chelators into the blood to remove uh, gadolinium. And this is entirely unfounded and is not at all recommended to remove gadolinium. Should uh, gadolinium contrasts still be used in uh, MRI testing? Yes, again, at this time, the only individuals who should not uh, receive gadolinium for MRIs are those with impaired kidney function. Are uh, macrocyclic agents uh, safer than linear calides? Yes, generally it's thought that the macrocyclic compounds are safer because they um, seem to have less risk of becoming unbound from the gadolinium than the linear agents. Are there other potential sources of uh, gadolinium that are likely harmful? No, the, the main ones, um, again, the, the main exposure is through gadolinium contrast agents. Um, there are trace amounts of gadolinium that can be found in water sources, but this is uh, not in any significant concentration to cause any clinical effects. 
who is the best source for patients seeking more information about uh, gadolinium toxicity? I think in general, if a, if a patient were concerned about gadolinium exposure, uh, a great person to start with would be a toxicologist. Uh, I think the average physician isn't so well-versed in the, the full body of literature on gadolinium, whereas a toxicologist would be more likely to have this fund of knowledge. What kind of information should uh, patients uh, suspected of uh, gadolinium toxicity provide uh, to their physician or uh, to a toxicologist? Uh, basic information, um, including their medical history, their symptom narrative, um, the number of contrast-enhanced MRI studies that they've had, and what exactly prompted them to consider gadolinium exposure as the cause of their symptoms. How can consumers who uh, suspect that they have uh, side effects uh, to gadolinium uh, report their, their side effects? So um, consumers can always report any suspected adverse events to the FDA. There are um, ways to fill out forms and send them to the FDA or uh, a hotline that they can call to report any potential symptoms. What inspires you to do uh, work in emergency medicine? Um, I think everyone is you know, quite unique in their skill sets and their interests. But for me, the, the ED is a place where I'm constantly stimulated and challenged. And the camaraderie that's present among everyone who shares that physical space really makes it a joy to show up for work. Is there anything that you would like to add? Um, I think that's it. I'd like to thank my, uh, the co-authors on this paper, um, Dr. Goldfein, Ree, Dr. Baboon, Dr. Griswold. Um, we all really worked together to, to put this review together. Yana, thank you so much for taking the time to share information about gadolinium toxicity. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. That's all for today. I'm the Poison Terminator. I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you for listening. And I wish you all happy holidays.